Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, a journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A good tevach, a good week. We continue our journey in the life-changing Sefer HaTanya. This program is made possible by Rena Lights LLC and it is in honor and memory of Rabbi Yosef Halevi Weinberg Olav HaShalom, Rabbi Moshe Pinchas HaKoyen Kass Olav HaShalom, Rabbi Yoel HaKoyen Khan Olav HaShalom, and is in the schus and merit of Rav Zev Yecheskel HaKoyen and Risha Katz, Le'erich Yomim V'Sharim Tevis for many long healthy years. So we're in the middle of chapter 4, Perek Dalad of Tanya. Last week, I did an entire overview of the concept that the levushe, the garments that we use, thought, speech, and action, that manifest Torah and mitzvahs, is God levigava ma'oid, ad ma'losam le'en kates v'sof, even on the quality of nefesh ruch u'neshama atzmon, that they're infinitely greater than the quality of the soul itself, specifically nefesh ruch neshama. So we've gone over that in detail. Just briefly, and the point that we're going to be learning now is going to be understanding really the power, the awesome power of Teirah and Mitzvahs. And what is the Nekudah? Just using the example from the Alter Rebbe in Tanya. In chapter 2, he explained, every Neshama is like a child. Like a child of God. A child of a father, in a physical example, is not just a student, not just a reflection, but his very substance, his very genetic matter. Stuff is made from the etzem moyecha'av. And as such, he is essentially the father, but he's a separate entity, he's a child. And that's why he's a very part of the divine itself, like the child's a part of the father. Within him is imbued the the inner dimension of the divine, so to speak, all this, of course, is speaking in the language of man that we should be able to understand it somewhat. But that fundamental, on a physical, biological connection of child to father, is similar to Neshama's connection to the Ebeshta. An Atzmizdike connection is called. A student is not born from the teacher, not physically. He has a mind, the teacher has a mind, the teacher teaches him, he can change his life. And in some ways children are compared, students are compared to children. But he's not from the very biological matter. And here, the Neshama is coming from Chachmosei, Machshafte Yisbarach, Yisrael Olu B'Machshave, so they are actually part of God's thought and God's mind and the innermost part because they're the purpose of creation. Tere Mitzvah is the actual father, is the limbs of the father, Evore de Malke he called it, the limbs of the king. That's what he called it here in this chapter. So that's different. The limbs of the father are not the limbs of the child. The child comes from that same material. But it's a separate entity. So when you say the idea of, of a neshama, the neshama is a separate entity that carries the very essence of elikus. Teir and mitzvah is an extension of the father himself. 
So in a way you could say when a Shama now embraces Torah and Mitzvahs through using its thought, speech, and action to implement and to actualize through its acts, through its actions, through its speech, through its thoughts, Torah and Mitzvahs is like the child embracing his father. So you have the best of both worlds. An Ashama, the child, which is from the same essence of the father, but it's a separate entity, is now embracing his father. How do you embrace his father? God is beyond embrace, as we're going to learn now in detail, through Torah Mitzvah, which is the gift that God gives us and says, embrace my Torah Mitzvah, then you embrace me. That's what he said. I'm a kaimon be'emes. How do you truly fulfill mitzvahs? When you do it out of love, you love God. How do you connect to God? You connect to God through his Torah Mitzvah. So Torah Mitzvah, therefore, now takes on a whole different meaning. They're not just God's commands. It's not just God's so-called book of laws and commands and directives. You could have a king, he gives us directives. Do this, do that. They're still the king's directives and they have to be listened to. But Torah is much more than that. Torah Mitzvah is actually a piece of God, so to speak. Again, Kav we have to say. It's not just the king is ordering and commanding us, do this. Put on film, keep Shabbos, eat kosher. But actually every mitzvah is a piece of him, is a part of his own very limbs. A vore de malka, shem ramache vore de malka, as he put it. And the mitzvah's leisese, as he said, are, are these yesod of all the leisese, of the yire is the mitzvah, the root of all the mitzvah's leisese. But here we're talking about a vore de malka, it's easier to understand. Organs of the king. So his commands, his mitzvahs, and his teda are actually an extension of him. Now, of course, the Abishta himself is higher than his own so-called structure, than his own limbs and organs. Just like a human being is not just the sum total of his limbs and organs, but the limbs and organs are not outside forces. They are very much part and parcel of who you are. So when you embrace teda and mitzvahs, you're embracing actually the body, so to speak, that the Ebrister manifested, not a physical body, the body of Torah and Mitzvah, which is not just his commands, but his very Evarim de Malka. So the child, who comes from the same essence of the father, is now embracing his father, he's embracing his entire being through Torah and Mitzvah, and that creates a unity, the ultimate unity. And in that sense, Torah and Mitzvah has a Maila, the, the, the Levushim, that manifests Torah and Mitzvah, is as we discussed at length. And the, the Alter Rebbe continues, and we'll read it inside, even though we learned it, it's worthwhile reading again. Where do we know, where do we see, besides the fact that mitzvah is Evar in the Malka, which comes from Tikkun Zayar. We now say, the Zayar says explicitly, the Zayar teaches, that Raisu v'kuchibrichu kulachad. That the Torah and God are totally one. Now, if it was just commands of a king, you don't say a king is one with his decrees. A king can make many decrees: a decree to tax his people, a decree that they should, a decree that people should be drafted in the army, a decree that everybody should be be kind, a decree that you should have a people should celebrate. I mean, all kinds of decrees. Gzedas Hamelach. Every king writes laws and decrees. Doesn't say anywhere those decrees are one with him. No, but by Teira Raisa v'Kutche Berichu Kulachad. Pirush that Raisa, which is Hichachmosay v'Retzene Shal Kajish Baruchu, that which is the wisdom and the desire of God, 
the wisdom and will of God. Who? Vakodesh Baruchu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the one that this is the Chachman Ratzon of his, that's the word. Which is the Ratzon and Chachma Ratzon of the Ebershah, the wisdom and the desire are not just his, his wisdom and his desire so-called separate from him. It's one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bekvedig with himself and all his glory. But here comes the question, one second, the Ebersh, do we know, is higher than any structure. So the, Rambam, the, the Alter Rebbe quotes the Rambam, because it says, he continues now, Ki, Hu Amada. He is simultaneously the knower and the power to know. Since Taylor is knowledge, Therefore, the Abish is one with his knowledge. As we learned in chapter 2 about the Neshamas in the name of the Rambam. So there you have that he, though he's higher than it all, but he's one and united with his very wisdom and his very knowledge. And in this case, Teirah Mitzvahs. This helps explain the unity. So the Zayah states it, the Rambam in a sense helps explain it. And as we learned in chapter 2, this is how the Abish manifests in Atzillus. According to that, the Arizal explains it in the Hagon chapter 2. So you'll say, one second, you're quoting now the same Rambam that you quoted in chapter 2 about Neshamas. So clearly, it has two different goals and objectives. In chapter 2, the Altarebbe also brought that God is beyond, we don't understand God's mind, but there, and Huamadavu Yedei is united with the Yedeya, which means he's united with Chachmose which is the root of the soul. But there the goal was just to explain how a soul, I don't want to say just, to explain how a soul, the child, is one with God. Why? Because he's one with God's mind, because that's where the, the very life, the very essence of the child is rooted. The moya ha'av, in the case of the nimshal, and the moral here, is God. He is one with and therefore the neshama retains its fundamental connection. But it's still a child. Here he's bringing the same idea, but now about the very limbs of God. That God is one with the Torah and Mitzvahs, with his Ratzin and his Chochmah. There he was one with his Chochmah, which would become the root that would then separate in a separate child, still retaining complete Chelek Elekam and Malmamish, even the Neshamas that come down all the way below, through their connection to Torah, as I pointed out, that they also need Torah to help so-called activate or reveal that connection. And here he's coming to explain how Teir itself is So that ends this piece, but now comes a tremendous section. I mean, every piece in Tanya is, but the Alter Rebbe is now going to give us in full glory what Teir Mitzvah really is. Because it still needs explanation. At the end of the day, Teir Mitzvah Fine, you say it's the limbs of the It's But still, Tater Mitzvah does manifest in details. First of all, 248 Mitzvah Sessa, 365 negative Mitzvahs. Tater itself is made up of details. Verses, laws, it comes down on cloth, you write, it comes down in words on paper. 
So yes, you explain to me how it's all one, but since your whole point is, is to say that through the garments of Machshav it has a quality even over the Neshamas, because the Neshamas separate and the Teirah Mitzvahs remain like the limbs, an extension of the king himself, but it's still a far lower level than the king himself. Yes, he's united with it. And that's what he's going to address now to explain how Teirah and Mitzvahs manifests the divine infinite, even that which is beyond structure. Because if you say Teirah and Mitzvahs only manifest that which we relate to, so yes, it's much better than anything else. There's nothing else in existence that helps us connect to God. But it's still God in terms, so to speak, in terms of the structure of existence. And now we're going to learn Teirah and Mitzvahs is coming all the way from the highest levels and even as it manifests in details that we can relate to, it still retains that achdus in a revealed way. Neshamas also retain achdus. I have to repeat that again. But they're yotsu v'nifredu, as the Alter Rebbe says later in Ageres HaKedosh. They're a child that's separated from a father. That's the whole point. If the child was an extension of the father, the whole kavon of Yeridus and Neshama Beguf of a soul coming down into this world and making it a dira betachtenim, a home for the divine, would not be possible. In other words, if a neshama was like Teira, it would just continue to be an extension of the king. We need the neshama to have the king's essential energy, the father and son, but a separate son that can travel to other places and bring the, the king's will and desire, meaning Teira and Mitzvahs, and needs Teira and Mitzvahs to retain that revealed unity. So now he's going to go into this discussion opening with a question, the qualification. So now he says, and this is, this you could say, this section is now talking about how Teira travels all the way from the highest levels all the way down to the levels down below where we are. It has to retain the divinity and not like a neshama separate like a child, but it also has to relate to us that we can speak, we can, it can speak to us and we can understand it and in turn through that connect. I want to just say one more point, which is good to worthy bring, mentioning. I mentioned the difference between who he brings the Rambam here in chapter 4 and he brings the Rambam in chapter 2. It's interesting, in chapter 2 he starts, Hu Hamada Hu Yedeya. Here he starts, Hu Yedeya Hu Hamada. You can guess why. The Friedrich Rebbe has a whole letter on this. The Rebbe's father, Rabbi Yitzchak, has an explanation. Because here he's talking Hu Yedeya, he's talking about the Yedeya first. The Yedeya being... The knower, the Ebishter, because you want to focus on the Ebishter, who the Torah is one with. And then you say the Huamada, the knower and the power to know. And then there's, of course, the Yudua, that which is known, but he doesn't mention, he just says, uh, he just says, Vachulu, in, in that order. In Pedic Bays, he's talking about the child that's separating from the father, so he starts with Hua Yudea. He starts with Huamada and then he goes to Huayadeya. Because he's talking now about the, that which is the power to know, and that's one with the one that knows, with the Father. So that's just a diuk I wanted to just add. And so now he goes like this. Now he qualifies. So let's continue on. There's a period now, which is like a, another section in, in the chapter four. He begins another section. He says, And, while, and, and, and even though Kodesh Baruch God, blessed be He, is called 
Ein Sof, without end, which indicates something that doesn't have limits. And now he's going to bring four different expressions, four different verses. Well, one verse, uh, three verses, and one um, expression from Tikkun Ezeir that all proves this case. Because as you see, that Al Tadeb is grounding everything in sources. So now, or who Amada is the order here. So now he says, even though Ebesh to Zayn Sof, and here goes, here are the expressions. And his greatness can never be fathomed. That's in Tehillim, 145.3. Expression number two. And no thought can grasp him at all. And number three, the chain, that's the Ebrish to himself. So two expressions that his greatness can never be fathomed, and no thought can grasp him. Now he says, and also that's also is the chain of Chachmose. Remember, we said before, Tayra is the chain and Chachmose. God's will and God's wisdom. It also says the same idea. What does he say? Kidiksiv. So not just Abraham to himself, but also And similarly, his will and his wisdom are also described in a way that you can't grasp. His understanding, no one can fathom. Before he said, he said, his greatness can never be fathomed. Now he says, his understanding no one can fathom. And that posuk in Yeshaya, Mem Chof Ches 40.28. And then finally, Uksiv, HaCheker Alika Timso. And it's also written, can you, through searching, find God? Beat me. In other words, even... What did we say? We, I, I, counted one, I counted four. There's a fifth expression. I said four. There's actually five. One, two, three, four. Yeah. So, so now he says, can you through searching find God? In other words, even searching you can't find God. Even when you're doing a search. That's an EU of Yudal of Zion. And comes the fifth expression, Uksiv, Kiloi Not just that he is beyond, but his thought. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. This is Yeshaya Nun Heiches, 55.8. So here's not the place to explain why the Alter Rebbe brings Tafka these five rayas and why five and not six and why not four and what each one adds. But suffice it to say that it's in two categories. He's proving that the, the Ebrist is ain't sof, both the, the, very, the, very, the, very, the very essence of the divine and also his wisdom is, and also the same of Chachmaseh. So two proofs for the first part and three for the latter, as I just uh, enumerated. So based on that, this is still all a qualification, a question. So based on that, how do we reconcile it with the fact that Torah and mitzvahs that you just told me is one with him, basically the limbs, the extension of this melech who's, who's ain't sof. Not only he's Ensof, but also Chachmas and Ritzene. Ritzene Chachmas is Ensof, cannot be fathomed, cannot be reached, all the different expressions. So, how do you reconcile that with Tayyip Mitzvah, which we know has definition, as he continues afterwards explaining? So, therefore, we have a question on the table. 
How could a human being, who is a defined creation, we're saying through Teir and Mitzvahs, through his garments of thought, speech, and action, manifesting Teir and Mitzvahs, he becomes connected with this Ein Sof? So now the Alter Rebbe answers, omru. To this Chazal, we're taught, that has been taught, in the same place, the Gemara tells us in Megillah 31a, Lamed Aleph Aleph, in the same place that you find the greatness of God, there you find His humility. Now the simple interpretation you could say that we find in Taylor when it talks about God's greatness, you also talk about God's humility. But here is going to give the inner dimension of this explanation. That the very manifestation in, in defined structures is part of God's greatness. In other words, God is not limited by just expressing himself in great ways. His humility is found in his greatness. His humility is also an expression of his infinite greatness. To use a quote from, uh, Rab, from Rab Meir Ibn Gabai in Avedis HaKedosh, Though he doesn't cite it here, but just it's a good way to explain it. He says, talks about Ein Sof, Kishem Livre Bilti just like he has the power to create infinite, Bligvul. Kach Livre So too he has the power to create the finite. Because if not, That alone tells you he's limited, that he could only do Bligvul and not Gvul. Now this is not to say that God is, is God forbid, limited. It's coming from weakness. It's coming from strength. His greatness is such that he can be expressed even in his humility. Even, so to speak, in small structures. Even in definition. So that's the first statement that al Rebbe says in explaining, as I said, this vast panorama, what is Torah and Mitzvahs. It's ultimately going to be an a, uh, interface of paradoxes. On one hand, it's going to manifest Ein Sof, and that's why when you grasp Torah and Mitzvahs, you grasp the Eberster. Even though less machshav etvise beklal, like we said, that no thought can grasp him, and our thoughts are not his thoughts, and all the five different expressions he brought, four, four verses and one tikkun ezeyar. And on the other hand, the Torah is grasped by us, so it has both elements. So the first statement we have to know is that the Torah he didn't refer to Tehri yet. That God's, God's, like he said, the same place you find his greatness, you find his humility. That's the first statement the Alter Rebbe makes. And then he continues. He continues explaining. V'tzimtzem HaKadosh Baruch Hu Where's this Amvon Vosanuse? Where do you see this humility? Where do you see the concentrated energy of the divine in a structural way? So he, he did this by the Gabish to God, the blessed be he, Ashkosh Baruchu, compacted, you can say, or concentrated in Yiddish, or his will and his wisdom even though on its own it could be totally, infinitely expansive. So what did he do? Where? In a structure. 
And what is that structure? In his will and wisdom, into the 613 commandments of the Torah and their associated laws. And he goes even further. That's in their number and their structure. Then he continues. And into the texts of the Torah that are also structured. The Torah, Tanakh, Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim. The Torah, the prophets, and the writings. The Droshe Sehen, he continues. As well as their commentaries. And where are these Droshe? Sheba Godes, Ubemedroshe Chachameinu, Zechreinim Levrocha. The commentaries in the Agodes. And the Medroshim, the homilies. And the narratives of the sages, Zechreinim Levrocha. So we're talking now Teir Shebal Peh. So all this, the Ebrister took his greatness and he so-called packaged it and directed and guided it into Tayag Mitzvahs and to, he says clearly, Tzirufi Asius, which is to the text of Teir. Tzirufi Asius is more than just text. It means the, inter, the, inter, the permutation and the combination of letters. You take letters and you turn them into words. That's structure. That would seem to defy, bleak, that would seem to be the opposite of Bligvul, Ein Sof. Nobody's taken that Ein Sof and packaged it here. And it's also expression of his Ein Sof. There's expression in the, in, in, that's brought by Chazal, Tzamtzim Atzmei Bin Shnei Badei Ha'odin. The Ebishter so-called concentrated himself between the two, the two rods of the Ark, of the Holy Ark. Simpson here doesn't mean diminished or concealed. It means concentrated. It means that he's focused it in this area. So the bligvul of a lakus essentially is now packaged in the structure of Teirah Mitzvahs. And that makes Teirah Mitzvahs different than everything else in creation. You don't say that, for example, when the Ebershter created Demim Tzameachai Medaber. Let's not talk about Medaber. Demim Tzameachai. He created minerals, vegetables, vegetation, plants, animals. There, he took his words and, yes, created a finite creature. In it, of course, lies God's infinite power. But what manifests is God's finite, specific creation. He wants it to be that. Teda retains, remember, Teda is an extension of Evarid de Malka. So basically what Abishta did was he took a way of expressing his whole sense of self. That Ainsof of himself is now in the structure of Teir Mitzvah. So now, when we do a mitzvah or we learn Teir, we're not just learning wisdom or doing a good act. Just like we said with Abishta before, it's not just the decrees of the king, it's actually a part of him, so to speak. So when we do it, we're experiencing a part of him. And as we said before, so there's a certain unity between God's expression, infinite expression, and his expression in the finite structure. The same place you find his greatness, you find his humility. And then he's going to continue now and explain what's the purpose of this. Why did Abish to do this? It wasn't just coming to show a trick, because this will fulfill the very essence of the purpose of creation and the reason there's Torah and Mitzvahs and how Nisham has come to use. And that we will continue in the next year. This program and all the programs can be found at tanyaapply.com 
which is part of a larger website, chsidisupply.com. You can also submit your questions there. Agutavach, be well, and we'll see you next week. This has been My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidasupply.com for archived classes and more resources.